Welcome to another edition of the Trek Podcast. I'm Bill San Antonio, and today we'll be talking about Giving Gala with this year's chair, Paul Geyer, principal at P. Jim Real Estate Finance. We're incredibly excited for Giving Gala on October 18th. If you haven't attended in the past, Giving Gala is our annual celebration of our members. That's right, we're celebrating you and all that you do for our city throughout the year. It's a really fun, casual, outdoor event at the Hilton Anatole Sculpture Park, and you can get tickets, table, and sponsorship information over at recouncil.com. I'd like to remind all of you to follow us on Facebook at The Real Estate Council and on Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Trek Dallas. That's T-R-E-C-D-A-L-L-A-S. And now, here's Paul Geyer. We're still about a month and a half away from Giving Gala, and there's a lot of work left to be done, of course, but how has the experience been so far for you in chairing this event? Well, the experience for me has been terrific. It's the first time I've been in this kind of a role with Trek, and I've really enjoyed working with the Trek staff, who I've gotten to know a lot better over the last several months. Working with uh, Linda and Marsha and Kelsey and the rest of the staff here has been an eye-opening experience just to see how busy they are during the day and what they do and how they can really help out behind the scenes and, and really helping coordinate the event. Uh, the, the folks within the industry that they know and can put you in contact with and then the coordination that they do behind the scenes with all the, the talent, the, uh, the table selections, the decorations, the, the location, all of that. And working with our committee uh, and the sponsorship com sponsorship committee, the table sales committee, the wine pool committee, the volunteer committee. And it, it's really just been a fun. It's a good group, and it's been a lot of fun working on it. Do you remember your first giving gala? I mean, how, how would you describe this event to someone that, that hasn't attended it before? What's, what's the atmosphere like? It's a lot more casual than you would expect. Um, it's, it was fun. My, my first one was probably 15 years ago, and I couldn't even tell you the specific year. But when I learned that I didn't have to wear a tuxedo, I was very relieved. And it's basically cowboy boots and jeans and come as you are and have a good time. So it's really open to all. It's a casual event. We are, hopefully it's outdoors, weather permitting, at the Anatole again. And we love that venue because there's a plan B Typically, if, it, if you do have bad weather, you can always go inside. But it's a great event. It's very relaxing, uh, outdoor music, and uh, it's a great spot to bring some clients and hang out and be able to visit. So this year's Giving Gala theme is to dream big. It's a nod to Dallas's nickname as the Big D, and its motto, Big Things Happen Here. Of course, our big thing is the Dallas Catalyst Project and the dollars and resources that we're donating to the Forest District in South Dallas. Um, last week, you attended one of our bus tours through the, through the district. Uh, what were some of your takeaways? What was that like for you? We met with Dr. Flowers of St. Phillips, and he's the one that gave us the tour. Um, the way he described it, and it was really one of the biggest takeaways I had is that the, er the entire area was cut off by highway construction and really kind of set aside because of that. Uh, it's cut off from a lot of services and supplies. It's cut off from bus service. It's cut off from, uh, you know, regular, you know, city services that a lot of us take for granted. Um, he really pointed out along the way 
the small steps that we he's made and that Trex made over the years, whether it was bringing Habitat for Humanity down there because they, for some reason, had not really been very active down there until Trex's involvement, and showing us the homes that they had built. He was very proud of those. They built senior housing down there for folks that really, you know, really needed a place to live, and they've created great housing uh, and individual homes for seniors down there. My biggest takeaway was this is, was an area that I guess in the 70s and 80s did not receive a single building permit. And so when you really look at the highway construction and what it can do to an area, unintentionally, you know, it, it can be fairly devastating. But what, what you really learn is the, the steps that St. Philip's Cornerstone and City Square have made, which is to buy up plots of dirt, to get out the liquor stores, get them out of the area, and really repurpose the real estate. You look at the Forest, uh, the forest Theater project, and what that's going to mean at a community level is quite large. And bringing them the retail that they need in the nearby strip centers is really going to be helpful. But you, when you really get down there and drive it, you realize it's two and a half miles south of most people's office buildings in, in Dallas. You can go right up Irvay to get back downtown. It's really not a very long trip. And if you can bring that area back to be incorporated into the city where those folks have access to downtown and the jobs, it's going to be a, a tremendous win for everybody. You mentioned wine donations, and that, of course, refers to our wine pull. It's one of the more popular aspects of Giving Gala. Can you talk a bit more about how that, that process works and what happens You know, when you buy a bottle of wine or when you donate a bottle of wine? What, what goes on? What happens? Sure. The, the wine pull is a lot of fun. Uh, it's basically the, the benefit is the wine's been donated, and folks will buy a ticket to get a bottle of wine. But we're breaking it down into categories. So you could buy a ticket for $25. You're guaranteed to get a, t a bottle of wine that is worth $25 or above. You can buy a ticket for $50. You're going to get a bottle of wine that's worth $50 or above. Or you can buy a ticket for $100 get a bottle of wine that's $100 and above. So when you go in, it's kind of fun because you have a lot of wines that you haven't tasted or some that you wouldn't want to have, you know, maybe bought on a one-off. But it's a great a great uh, item to do for the, the gala because every dollar that you spend on the wine pool goes directly to the gala. And, and people love wine. Absolutely. A lot <laughs> of people love wine, and, and there's going to be a lot of good wines there. We know Giving Gala to be a celebration of our members for their philanthropy and dedication to our city and to our industry throughout the year. But it's also an opportunity for them to continue that giving how can our guests donate to the foundation toward Giving Gala during, during the event? It's actually pretty easy. Um, you know, we, we have sponsorship levels that people can donate in. And, and that's, that's prior to the event. That, that's yeah. right now. You can do that right now. Absolutely. Uh, you can contact Trek or contact uh, the, the folks that have hopefully contacted you uh, and, uh, and reach out to them for a sponsorship level for whether it's the beverage bar, entertainment, gala video. We've got a few other ideas as well that we've thrown in there, and, and some that we can actually even custom create. Um, they could buy a table. They could donate wine. They can give money uh, to, the, to Trek you know, for the giving gala. They, don't have to, they could buy a ticket to giving gala. So you could buy anywhere from an individual ticket to really trying to be a lead sponsor, or not, not the lead sponsor, but it, you could be a sponsor uh, of the event and or sponsor a certain portion of the event so it, it really you know we can take donations as low as a dollar frankly 
uh, and then you can get into the ticket sales and or table sales that that uh, and and then grow all the way up to the sponsorship level. What do you think of Roger Krieger handling the entertainment? Are you familiar with his music? I think he's going to be fantastic. You know, he was at the gala a few years ago, and he was a big hit then. I really was struggling to for. You know, it's kind of a big question, like, who do you want for your, your music, you know? So I called my daughter in Nashville, and I said, look, I know you go out a lot to the venues up there. Can you give me five names of folks that you've seen that you love and would love to see, and then kind of rank them in order? And Roger Krieger was her number one, and she's sort of my music uh, guru. And when we asked him, we were very pleased that he could, uh, that he could do it, that his schedule did permit for it. I did just see him down at the Kessler at the beginning of August, and that was a blast. And I would put a plug in for the Kessler if nobody's been over there in a while. But it is terrific, and he came in and had a great, fun show. And I was so excited from that, from seeing that show, just how Giving Gal is going to go. I'd like to shift gears just a little bit and ask a couple of questions so that our members can better get to know you. If you had a free afternoon of no work, no family responsibilities, no emails to catch up on, anything like that, what would you do? You know, how, how would you spend that time? Well, I'm, I'm no newlywed, but if this were the newlywed game and I was giving my wife's probable answer, she would say that Paul gets in his car and goes down to Keaton Park and hits golf balls or plays golf either at Tennyson or over at Keaton for the afternoon. So I like golf. I don't get to play enough like any golfer or anybody who loves golf. Uh, but I really like the folks down at Keaton Park, Tony Martinez and his team. It's a great city-owned golf course. Uh, so is Tennyson Park, and, and it's really terrific to just kind of be in my car and 10 minutes away or 15 minutes away. I'm right there. Working in commercial real estate often affords you access to vantage points throughout the city that you know the average person just doesn't get. So which one is your favorite? You know, what, What's the best view that you've come across in, in Dallas? Well, I, I would say there's probably not the best single view anywhere. I, I have an office in downtown Dallas looking north, and I get to see the uh, Clyde Warren Park, and I get to see a lot of the up, uptown and portions of the downtown. That's a great view. I fly a lot. I fly typically in the Love Field, and I fly at 3,000 feet, so I always stare out the window when I'm coming in because I want to know what's going on. What I truly think is the best view is being on the ground. And I have the luxury of that being in the business because I get to go to areas of the city to look at real estate or look at developments as they're coming along and really get to know the city. And when you really get to know the city, you realize the communities that are building up here, you realize the, the enthusiasm people have for living in Dallas. You meet people that have just moved here in the last month or year, even when you're taking an Uber ride to the airport. A lot of times the drivers are so excited because they're actually driving to areas of the city that they've never driven to before just being an Uber driver, and they're getting to know the city even more. So I would say the view on the ground, but you got to be mobile and be willing to have more than one view on the ground. Absolutely. Before we let you go, and, and thanks so much for taking the time to join us today, we've got one parting question that we ask all of our guests. Trek's guiding principle is to build the city you've imagined. Well, what kind of city do you imagine? What kind of lasting impact do you want your career in commercial real estate to have on this city? Yeah, that's an awfully big question. Um, that's why we ask it. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had to ask a yeah. tough question at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, as a lender, I get to work with a lot of great developers and owners. 
And those are the guys that really have the, have had the vision and they've had the, the willingness to take the risk to build the real estate to make it work. I think the impact that I would like to have is to be involved with some of those important projects, but also we've taken the initiative at PGM Real Estate Finance of really being involved in affordable housing. And it was, it was a change of pace for us. I think a lot of people looked at us and said, oh, they're core lenders, they only do A-rated properties and they want brand new spanking new stuff. That's really not the case. We've been very involved in financing older apartments and older retail, and not stuff that we're selling and getting off the books. This is stuff that we're gonna hold. We like being involved, we're an FHA lender as well. We get involved in local communities, we look at their housing needs, and, and we wanna be a big part of that. I think what I'd like to leave behind is a, is a view of not only my company as being a, a community sponsor, but also an advocate for those programs that really help cities integrate housing, integrate income levels within the city, and truly create a community. Paul, best of luck with the gala. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Big thanks to Paul Geyer for joining me and to all of you for tuning in. That's all the time we have for today, but be sure to get your giving gala tickets over at recouncil.com and follow us over on Facebook at The Real Estate Council and on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at Trek Dallas. That's T-R-E-C-D-A-L-L-A-S. Once again, I'm Bill San Antonio. We'll see you next time.